Thank you for joining us on Giggle Culture. A homeschool moms podcast laughing our way from surviving to thriving. I'm Willow, hippie homesteading mama for homeschool lifestyle coach, an artist and creative living in the yurt in the woods with my lover who teaches public school and our teens that are left at home. I'm Cassie, Christian homeschool mom of five, married to my best friend. I'm a creative word nerd, financial coach, and adventurer. Grab a cup of something and join us for your giggles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, early good morning to you, Cassie. Good morning. How are you? (laughs) It's a little chilly here, which reminds me of something you've been wanting to record for a while and then your own weather in your state <laughs> got a little bit feisty and so here we are it did. it did it did you know I think you know sometimes you have to giggle so you don't cry kind of thing and so people have been posting um all kinds of like memes about the weather here in Florida because since we had the hurricane the weather has been beautiful I mean absolutely gorgeous it's like mid 70s in the morning it gets up to like mid-ish 80s during the day it cools back down at night like the hurricane was like oh we get to participate in fall this year which we don't normally get to do so like it was really wild but my favorite meme this whole time has been you know um, it says, look at the weather being all springy and cute, like it didn't try to kill us two days ago. And I, <laughs> I laughed so hard when I read that. But I, uh, it does, it, there's a lot of things to be thankful for this week. And one of the things that I really wanted to talk about is kind of what our fall, um, you know, we, we kind of went over our summer things that make it summer for us in our homes and I wanted to do the same thing but with fall so do you great yeah do you have any fall things that like it's kind of like that changing of the season or things for you and your family oh for sure (laughs) so um yeah actually the weather here for us just since you're talking about weather in our states um it is getting down into the 30s tonight which is just like "Ah!" (laughs) um and so things have started to change and um we had a crazy hot spell this summer that went all the way into september of of triple digits which was like so hot and so it's just amazing like as soon as it started to break it was like everything fall started like just i just started craving everything (laughs) (laughs) no i think i've actually gone to coffee with and this is one of my favorite fall things but i think i've actually gone to coffee with like i don't even know how many mamas this last week (laughs) it's just like hey let's go to coffee it's so nice alice sit on the porch and just enjoy the weather and chat and see how our families are doing and it's just really been beautiful that's definitely one of my favorite things about fall is the warm drinks yeah we I actually have warm drinks like listed on my list of things of my you know kind of my list of things so we can check them off as a family but our absolute favorite is we love to set up like um a fire in our fire pit and then I have a huge cast iron dutch oven 
And we love to put apple cider and cinnamon sticks and all that in there and then let it just marinate while we sing songs and uh, do our Bible study outside. And then we'll scoop that out. And oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Totally. Like that's you totally are bringing up stuff. I knew we would do this because <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of how it happens. But. Oh yes. Um, we've actually like a lot of times I save cardboard and stuff and right now we're in soccer season. And so that's kind of fall for us. Like that's kind of what kicks it off. Like, you know, my husband heads to work for school cause he's a teacher. And then, um, my uh, boys have always played soccer in the fall. And so my youngest who's 16 now, this is his season. And so it's about an hour away, which like for a lot of families, I think they'd be like, eh, that's horrible. And I used to maybe like at the very beginning, think of that, but you know me, <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait, <laughs> this is a new opportunity. We're going to be in a new area. What should we do? You know? And so it's been really, really fun because, you know, I just think, okay, um, this is a wonderful time for us to celebrate our son and what he's doing and having these fun, cozy soccer games in the evenings and being able to all go as a family and cheer him on in what he's, uh, you know, just like all the um, advancement he's doing and, you know, learning how to play all the plays and, you know, he's on the high school team and it's just really fun. Um, and, but at the same time, also while he's practicing, you know, like there are coffee shops all over this town that I'm in. Um, and then also I just found a uh, park that has bikes for rent and like a dollar fifty a half hour you can rent a bike on your app and then you can go out and you can ride and mom time for me like <laughs> I stick my earbuds in I have some great music I'm like staring at the the sun as it's setting you know through the trees and I'm, I'm just going on all these beautiful nature trails that are covered in concrete uh you know like concrete trails so that they're really really smooth and it has been so fun to, you know, just explore the area that we're in since I'm there anyway, you know? <laughs> I love that. Well, and that kind of goes right in with one of mine. And that is, I love, because it's finally cooling down a little bit here in Florida, like the kids and I will start um, doing a weekly nature walk, sometimes more than weekly, but definitely weekly <laughs> where we'll head out to one of the nature trails there are trails all over here um if i'm by myself with the kids we normally stick to the ones that have boardwalks um a little bit up high simply because gators and things but if oh. there's a group of us then i you know i get a little more adventurous i love to take the kids out and we normally I normally give the kids something to try to spot. Our leaves don't change a ton down here um, or anything like that, but the colors in nature are still the same. So I sometimes will give the kids like, what can you find on this walk that is red? And it makes them more observant of the world around them, especially the little kids. And the excitement that comes out when one of them finds a red shell or you know, a berry that's hanging from a tree or something. That's one of my favorite like moments. And then I love to take that. And if they're interested, that becomes the thing that they're going to nature journal about. So we'll look it up and we'll see what it is. And, you know, we found out that this berry that we found the other day, it's, um, it's super healthy for chickens. Cause it's got all this protein in the berry, but it's 
super poisonous for like almost all mammals. Oh wow. Which was totally wild. Like that a chicken could eat it and a mammal couldn't and anyway, little things like that that makes us excited as, you know, nerds. <laughs> yes, that's so fun. Oh my goodness. So I actually thought of you the other day because um <laughs> I found my Florida beach here. <laughs> You know, in the middle of Kansas, you know, I'm like daydreaming, right? And so the other night towards the end of practice, I got back a little early. And so I thought, oh my goodness, there's piles of sand. I'm just going to go hide up there and like enjoy the moon that's coming out, you know, because the moon was like coming out and it was just gorgeous. And, it, you know, like I said, it was almost totally dark out. They were just finishing up everything. And I thought, oh, I've got a few minutes. So I jumped up there. I, I ran up there and, and I got in. And right before I had gone up there, one of the other moms was sitting in her car and I guess she was on the phone and she saw me. She, <laughs> and she's like, um, all of a sudden she shows up right next to me. And so we're both laying there in this soft sand. And she's like, yeah, she said, I was on the phone and, you know, it was just a conversation. It was like, it wasn't going anywhere. And the day had been crazy and all this stuff. And all of a sudden I see this floral print, like, you know, kimono <laughs> disappearing over the top of a sand pile. And I was like, okay, whatever that is, I'm going to go follow it. <laughs> fingers and we just had this great mom chat and it was just like oh it was so refreshing <laughs> but it reminded me of you <laughs> because I was like oh I found my Florida spot <laughs> that's right look yeah. we can find that kind of thing anywhere if you're open to it now right. the only thing I will say <laughs> here in Florida if there's a giant pile of sand and it's not on a beach and you didn't put it there do watch out for the ants um because oh. we have fire ants down here so you know i wouldn't lay in them necessarily down here unless you check it out but that is one of my you know me if i can put my feet in the sand and hear the wind it's yeah. my happy place i don't care what season it is <laughs> yeah actually when i had my eyes closed because it was in the middle of kind of a city area and we were close to the zoo there's a lot of uh highways and things um you could almost like the traffic almost sounded like waves. And mm -hmm. then of course I always carry, uh, you know, I'm very kinesthetic, you know, I'm all about children who are kinesthetic. And so I always carry uh, a shell with me everywhere from the, I beach. was going to say you had your shell in your pocket. Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, here I am in my happy place. <laughs> but that reminds me that like fall is when I do actually really start thinking about taking the kids to the lake, especially when they were younger, we would go at least once during the week, um, maybe even sometimes more because it's such a great, um, like biology space biome. I mean, it's different than where we're at normally. And, um, so some of the things that we used to love to do, and I'm thinking about bringing in some of my little kids, cause I have a couple of little kids that I also am, uh, you know, having about once or twice a week, um, to join us. And, um, I think they would love it, but, um, we love to like pile up and create sand volcanoes. And I think, I don't know if I talked with you about this before or not, but mm -hmm. jump in if you, <laughs> if you have a connection to it, but I'm, um, so we would pile up these big, huge piles of sand. Of course they love that part because they can see whose is the highest and everything. It's all that competition. And then we would, um, they would, I, I would buy tons of uh, baking soda and then gallons of 
of the <laughs> vinegar <laughs> and they'd all have cups and they'd all have, you know, the boxes of baking soda and they would fill it all up in the inside, you know, and then we'd all be like, we would watch each other's, you know, all overflow and explode. And it, <laughs> it was always just so fun. I'm not sure that it hurts the beach at all. I think it probably keeps it clean, but <laughs> yeah. by the time we were done, you know, it'd all be back to normal, but <laughs> they had the best time doing that. And what a great way to like, kind of like, not have to deal with a mess, but like totally make it, you know, the best memories ever. You know, if you ask my kids, you know, do you remember the beach when you were little? They'd be like, oh yeah, we would do volcanoes and, you know, <laughs> it was fun. That's amazing. And I love the idea of doing it on the beach. A volcano is actually on my list as well. Um, but we do it a little bit different. And this started because up in Michigan, where I grew up, my parents used to do this for me once a year we carve out a pumpkin. Um, so we just hollow out a pumpkin. We don't, you know, we don't do a face or anything, but we take the top off and scoop out all the stuff and save the seeds and all that. But then my dad would put a layer of dish soap on the very bottom and then a layer of baking soda. And then you pour the vinegar in and it bubbles out. And so I do that every year with my kids. And some years we, you know, make it colorful. And some years we, I've done different things. Um, we've made it where it's like real foamy before we've made it where it's real, you know, just different, different ways to change the chemical reaction. Um, we've, we've broken open glow sticks and put it in there before. Wow. <laughs> we've done all kinds of weird things, <laughs> but it get, that is a super fun way to do it. And you know, now my brain, cause this is how my brain works. I'm like, could we do pumpkins on the beach? <laughs> oh, yes, right. <laughs> well, you know, living in a tiny home, you know me, I'm always all about like, where can we do these things and still get messy and still have all of that? Because I want my kids to experience, you know, paint and, you know, all these different things. But, you know, it's not always feasible for, you know, like a tiny home or a space like that, you know, right. or, you know, I think of moms that they just have so much going on already and they're already kind of in survival mode and to have to have a huge area of mess that they have to clean up, you know, like how can we make these things easier to do so that our kids don't miss out, but then at the same time, also less work for us. <laughs> so that actually reminds me, I, ha I didn't have this on my list, but, um, uh, you know, I think in some of my previous our previous podcast, I've probably mentioned it, but you know, I always have a caddy that has paint and brushes in it mm -hmm. and, you know, different things like that. And so, you know, at any moment, my kids can paint, they just grab the caddy and they take it out, you know, and a lot of times we will paint like a ton of different rocks on our little Creek area, you know, the Creek bed <laughs> and, and they think it's great. And for like, you know, a year or two, those paint stays and they play with them and they do stuff with them. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So <laughs> There's ways, you know, you, you were talking about uh, containing the mess because I'm all about mess, but I'm also about containment. Uh, <laughs> and so I want to give just like a little tip that is something that I started doing um, when my older kids were little and uh, I continue on with it right now. If you go to any of the uh, like Dollar General, Family Dollar, any of that, you can get one of those hard plastic baby pools for like four or five dollars and so all of I buy one at the end of every season and then all of our experiments and craziness and anything that's going to happen that I'm going to do in my house because sometimes the weather's just not nice enough to be outside 
you know, it's storming. Right. There's a hurricane. There, you know, who knows what's going on? We contain the experiment within the little baby pool. So my goodness, that's perfect. Yeah. So I will let my kids, you know, um, I have a big like under the bed storage box, and that's what I put make our like sensory boxes out of. But then I set that sensory box in the baby pool. So not only is it contained kind of by the box, but then anything that they're flipping out ends up just in the baby pool. And then if it's something that I can just pour back into the sensory box, I'll do that. If it's not, I just take it out and hose it out. It's hard plastic, leave it outside, it'll dry. And then I bring it back in. But that has been one of the best things for me. When my little boys want to help me bake, I will set up, which baking is a huge fall thing in my house. I don't know. <laughs> it like, it cools down. So I just turn on the oven. I don't know what happens. It just, it's like a switch that flips, but I set up a little table and their little chairs and inside of the baby pool. And then they help me with like the actual baking, but then they love to take, you know, flour and water and make, you know, goo and experiments and all that, but they do it all right inside the baby pool. And then I just have them stay right inside there. And then I just pick them up and I carry them to the bathroom, to the bathtub. And then I have one of my older boys watch them in the bathtub and I just take everything outside and hose it off. And then there's no mess. There's no cleanup of the flour and things, but they were able to have a good old time with the extra flour and water and sprinkles normally get involved. And, you know, uh, when flour dries, painting it is really cool. So my kids like to do that. They like to, you know, take uh, like watercolors and paint over the flour and water mixtures and stuff. But we do all that right inside that little baby pool and or kitty pool, whatever you want to call it. And that um, it allows them, even if I'm busy, it allows them to still make the mess without having to have that I'm going to spend four hours cleaning this up after they're done. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. This is brilliant. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. So what's something else you have? So when I first started, we talked about like Thanksgiving in itself. Um, but it is kind of changed from a Thanksgiving unit to a unit of giving thanks, if that makes sense. Yeah. So totally. now we really go in deep. Um, I start like mid October all the way through the end of November. And we really go into what it means to be thankful, what it means to have gratitude, to be appreciative of what we have. Um, and just thanks, thankfulness in itself. Um, and I try to create some type of visual and we've done it all different ways. We have made a thankful, um, paper chain. And as we talk about different attributes of Thanksgiving and what, what being thankful looks like, um, we not only put on things we were thankful for, but also those different attributes. And we had a paper chain that went all over the house. You know, I mean, we hung it from yeah. the ceiling on little command hooks, but it just gave them a really good visual. Um, we have done where I bought a little um, kind of stick tree and I put it in the middle of the dining room table. And we pinned little leaves to it uh, using the little mini paper clips. Um, or I'm not paper clips, little mini clothespins. We pinned a whole bunch of leaves to it that all had things we were thankful for or 
different attributes of Thanksgiving because those attributes, as my kids get older, they see more of what thanks being thankful and what Thanksgiving and giving thanks and giving thankful unto the Lord, thankful unto our parents, thankful, you know, all the different things, thankful for the community. They be, it becomes deeper. So it's something that you can do every year and it's not, it's never the same. It, it, it always changes, you know, um, I, what we're going to do this year, um, is something that I did when my other kids, my older kids were younger, but they still talk about it. And my little boys are like, can we do it that way this year? <laughs> and that is, I just make a big brown paper tree on the door and then we trace hands, you know, That's for the fun. leaves in all different colors. And, but there's so many different ways that you could make different visuals of it. We've, we've taken a, a big pumpkin and used permanent markers and wrote on the pumpkin, the different things, but it's a great way to help enforce thankfulness with your children. But it also really, as a mom, this time of year can get where you're getting a little bit stir crazy. I don't know what the right words are, <laughs> but where you're starting to feel a little overwhelmed, you've got a lot of things going you know, you're coming into a really busy season in life and different things. And this really makes you focus on Thanksgiving as well and being thankful. And those visuals are there, not just for your kids, but it's a super good reminder for yourself of all of the blessings that have come in this past, you know, season and the things to look, look for and to be thankful for. That's really, really neat. You know, it's actually funny because you're like, hey, let's do one about fall rhythms because I really think it'd be a lot of fun to do it like we did our summer one. And and I'm like, okay. And so then I'm like, okay, what do we do? Like in the fall, like what do we start doing? <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of things that, I mean, my kids are, you know, my youngest is 16. So a lot of things are just a part of our life. And I don't even think about it being like, oh, hey, that's a thing, you know? <laughs> and so you just reminded me like, just in the last week, I've been like, oh, I need to write down like, you know, all the things that I'm grateful for and the gratitude stuff and everything. And so I've been talking with my kids about it, you know, and saying, hey, you know, there's just so many things daily that are, you know, brought into your sphere and all this. And, you know, we really love my my daughter makes herba mate and, you know, like um, my nephews and nieces are all out here now on the property where my uh, family lives. And um, so they'll pop in, you know, in the mornings before they do school with their mom. And um, so yesterday, you know, for instance, um, my oldest nephew, I think he's 15. He just, you know, meandered down and was like, hey, Aunt Willow, how are you? And I'm like, I'm great. I'm like, hey, Leoness, you know, um, give, you know, make him a herba mate, which is like, if you don't know what that is, it's like a Brazilian hot drink. And a lot of times they serve it actually in like a gourd and they all like share, you know, the, the straw yeah. that goes with it. But <laughs> um, we just put it in a mug that we love, you know? <laughs> and so, um, and it's just, it's a really good flavor. And my daughter makes kind of this um, like milky uh, topping for it. And then she sprinkles pollen, bee pollen on it. And I just love it. Cause I love the bee pollen, but it really reminds me of like the fall season. And so we were just sitting around and, you know, a lot of times we like to start a morning fire because it's actually really nice out. And, you know, with being in a tiny home, we do uh, end up outside a lot in during the day and even at night. And um, so it's really fun because we're like getting to that point where the kids are like, 
are we going to start our morning fires? You know, the, they're like, Auntie Willow, are we going to do the morning fires? Or, you know, my little seven-year-old is like, it's time to start our morning fires so that we can, you know, just sit around and talk about our <laughs> dreams and, you know, all these, you know, special things. Um, my kids love to have deep conversations. And so, you know, um, my second oldest, he's 20 now, but he's, we call him our data collector because he's kind of like, the guy who keeps all the information and the current events kind of goes through all the things. And then he pulls out the best stuff for us to, you know, have conversations about and stuff. And it's just, you know, it's a, to me as a mom, it's just like such a, it's like a, wow, look at my kids. It's like, I just sit there and I just listen to them all talk after all these years of, you know, pouring into them. And I just am like so blessed because I'm just like, wow, each of them has their own thoughts and their own pathways that they've gotten there. And they're each just so fun to be with and just fully like uh, enjoyable. And, you know, it's just really neat to see, you know, a lot of times when you're in that young mama moment and everything feels like forever, you forget, you know, that like, it's only a few minutes and they're older. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And so it's just like, I just want to savor every moment. I was, I actually met with a mom um, who was interested in the wild and free, which totally Mm -hmm. like this time of year reminds me of that kinds of stuff, you know, because wild and free is a a group of, I think they call it a beautiful community of people who love nature, who love to incorporate that. You know, a lot of times I think is neat for kids, but at the same time, I I really think their stuff is neat for moms. Yeah. (laughs) You know, all of the nature journaling and things. I'm like, this is really fun. You know, maybe uh, reclaiming that, that you didn't get to really enjoy as a kid because you were forced to do things in school. Uh, I don't know what it is, but this it's just a, you know, really neat group of people. And so uh, a mom found me on the Wild and Free uh, website. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to be in your area. Let's go get coffee. And so we just had this wonderful conversation, you know, and, and she, her oldest, I think, is two. And then she has a five month old. And I was just like, Oh, and I was one of those moms, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, enjoy it. Hold on to the moments because like all of a sudden they'll be married or, you know, <laughs> heading off into another country or something, you know, <laughs> and it was just, you know, it was just every day is so amazing. And sometimes it can get so overwhelming, but doing these kinds of things, like, being aware and intentional about like, you know, Hey, it's fall now. What do we want to do? How do we want to fill our hearts with, you know, just that depth and, and richness of this season that we are given, you know, I just really neat time. So I love that you pulled us together into this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have, I I have lots of things. Fall is like, fall is my, that's my place, man. Um, I want to talk about the smell of fall and that sounds really corny because like fall doesn't smell like anything especially here in florida because it doesn't really change but my kids uh during the hurricane were like mom the house smells like fall (laughs) and it's because all of a sudden it's like as soon as the weather breaks below 80 i start putting cinnamon in the diffusers you know uh i have a couple different um, cinnamon uh, oils that I love and I love to mix them because it makes my house smell like apple pie and oh. so yeah so like all of our diffusers immediately go to this you know the the two different types of cinnamon um, 
oil. I'm sure Young Living has them. I happen to have Deterra stuff, but and that is one of our favorites. But um, we had candles lit during the hurricane because we had no power, and one of the candles was cinnamon apple pie. My kids are like, oh, it's fall. Like, like it just like in their brain, it was like a trigger. So that was That's fun. awesome. Um, and I wanted to give like a super duper easy way. Um, I was talking to a mom just recently and she's like, you know, I never know what to do. She's like, you guys always have all these fun little days. She's like, and I never know what to do. I'm going to give you guys like a super secret here. Okay. Super secret. If you go online, you can type in days to remember and then the month and they will give you all kinds of crazy little days that you can celebrate. (laughs) So I did that for October and November. So I just thought I'd share a couple of them. Um, October 14th, it's national dessert day. (laughs) October 15th is sweetest day. The 17th is pasta day. The 18th, this is a day I could get behind. It's National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Nice. The 26th is Pumpkin Day. The 30th is Candy Corn Day. In November, the 1st is Cinnamon Day. The 3rd is Sandwich Day. The 4th is Candy. The 5th is Donut Day. Um, The 8th is National STEM Day. Uh, The 10th is the Marine Corps birthday. The 11th is Veterans Day. 21st is gingerbread cookie day and the 24th is Thanksgiving. And, and I say that because you could have fun with any of those days. Um, every year on pumpkin day, we always do pumpkin experiments. So we might paint pumpkins. Um, I have used them as sensory and gave my little boys a box of nails and hammers and they got to hammer nails all in a pumpkin and it made it look studded. It was actually beautiful. But it was also a lot of fun for the boys to use the hammers and different things. Um, Does a pumpkin float? We have built catapults and launched pumpkins across the field. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's fun. You could, and if you weren't, you know, ready for catapult launching pumpkins, you could have your kids cut it open, count how many seeds are inside, um, bake the seeds, do all different kinds of things. Um. Well, we I was going to make- say building and like building yeah. is a big thing because all of our space is open, you know, we're in the country. So, you know, like all of our spots where we would be like, okay, that was overgrown and there were ticks and sugars and it was hot and yucky. And then all of a sudden my kids are like, Hey, this is our whole new building area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even my seven-year-old, you know, he's out here and he's like, got all of these different supplies that are in you know our spot out here and you know he's like building these he calls them kitty palaces and so he and my two nieces have just been non-stop building these when they get together and they're just like okay that one didn't work okay let's try this one you know just all this experimenting (laughs) and math and all of these things that are going into it (laughs) that's so fun okay keep going (laughs) no no that's great and you know Candy corn day. If you wanted to, if you were having them use a textbook for math, you could have them. Um, little kids could use candy corn as their manipulatives. You could. Um, my kids love to see how high they can stack candy corn. Um, I have one kid who loves to take candy corn and stack it all up, 
so it makes like a full circle where it looks like a cob of corn. He, you know, and the amount of engineering and fine motor skills that that takes is amazing. We have done, you know, what melts the candy corn fastest? Water, Coke, vinegar. By Coke, I mean Coca-Cola, but I'm from the North, so we just call it Coke. Um, uh, <laughs> Mountain Dew. I'm glad you, know, you made that have a random selection of things that you can see what melts the candy corn the fastest. Um, there's so many different things. I have given my kids um, candy corn and toothpicks and seen who could build the tallest structure. Yeah. So have fun with those days. And that is kind of a, a gateway into giving yourself permission to really enjoy what the seasons are. Well, and even create your own days. It's kind of like, you know, yeah. you a springboard, like, oh, well, that was an idea. Well, what about this idea? You know, or your kids are like, hey, let's do this or focus on that, you know, and just be like, yeah. Like, actually, when this podcast comes out, I think is Indigenous Peoples Day. So there you go. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was going to pop one in there because you're talking about, um, you know, things outside. But um, we love, like I said, everything opens up in our area as far as like, you can explore anywhere off trail you know um but we love hiking trips our family yes loves backpacking trips you know i was just actually texting your mom last night I'm like hey so when are you guys gonna be available because we need to do an overnighter you know <laughs> and so you know getting all the things that you need and throwing in your backpack and then heading out on the trail you know maybe doing you know five to seven miles and then camping and setting up and having a great evening and then you know packing it in and and then another five to seven miles to the end of the trailhead or something depending on what your trail looks like you know those are really fun things that like get you completely out of like the normal daily whatever and it just gives like this to me it gives this like whole new perception of everything when I come back you know it's just like oh wow that was like so refreshing and then you come back and you're just like yeah everything's amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have a friend actually <laughs> we I was just on a trip with her because okay so here's the thing road trips right like I have older kids we love road trips I know you love road trips I have younger <laughs> kids and we still love road trips <laughs> right and so so um one of the moms in my area one of the homeschool moms she's like hey I need to wean my almost two-year-old and so I want to go on a trip so basically she just looked at the airport and said okay what's the cheapest flight and so we ended up in Phoenix <laughs> Yeah. And so we ended up, you know, even going up to Sedona, which is like an hour and a half or something away from Phoenix. And it was so fun. It was just like, it was crazy. Um, but what was really fun is I forget that we have like these certain songs that we play when we go on road trips, you know, and it's like, all of a sudden I hear my friend um, that had met us there. Uh, she's, she's turns on the song and it's like, everything is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And we're all just like seeing all of us moms, you know, are like, we, we got a Jeep and, you know, the top's up and we're all like singing, everything is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just taking all those little moments and just looking at it for what it is, but then like really enjoying it, you know, like, you know, I have to go to Wichita. This is an hour, one direction for us to go for soccer in the evenings, but this is our season and it's very special and very important. So what can I do to make that not like, Oh, I gotta go. Oh my gosh. Why do I have to do this? You no, know, but turn that into, 
where can I explore next? Who can I meet next? How can I, you know, connect with other moms when I'm in the area? How can I, you know, do special things with my kids? You know, uh, take one of them, you know, I love to take one of them with me. And, you know, like I said, I found the bike trail, but also like, you know, just go to different places and explore or, you know, just maybe sit in a tea shop and have a tea, you know? <laughs> so it's just, yeah, I love this. This is great. I was going to kind of circle back a little bit to what you were talking about, about hiking. We obviously, I love to hike. That's one of my, that's one of my things that make me feel the most, you know, uh, I love to be on the beach and I love to hike. Those are kind of my places, (laughs) but if you're not ready to hike, we have a, our homeschool group. There's a mom that has a big field and we're literally all going to go and set up tents in her yard at the end of the month. And all our kids, we're going to camp out in her backyard. That is a little more, it's a little more (laughs) stable for the moms who aren't ready to throw on a backpack or Uh are in a season where that's something that they can do yet. But it'll, it still allows us to all get out. The kids will play more games and things out there than I can probably even imagine at this moment. We're going to have a big fire and we're going to do campfire and all of the things, you know, s'mores we're going to cook over, but I'm super excited about that. So that's like, that's an option. And if there's not something in that area, just invite some friends over. And, you know, um, the one mom was like, I don't have a tent. And so she ran to Goodwill and was able to find a tent for like $4. She was able to get a cheap tent. She's like, it'll probably leak, but that'll make it more exciting. And so we have this joke that, Um, I always tell my kids, you know, sometimes misadventure is the beginning of your greatest adventures. And so that's something that my kids and I always talk about. And so when things go not like we necessarily plan, (laughs) we always joke about misadventure, you know, um, and those are, you know, honestly, those are the times when memories are really solidified, you know, like absolutely you can, you can do, you know, 30 weeks of, you know, nonstop. Okay. We got this school book done. We got that school book done. We did this school book, but you do like one full blown hands-on experience. Your kids will never forget that. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but like, I do not remember anything I learned in the fall in public school, but I do remember every single year at my birthday was the time when the weather changed and we would go on family trips and we would camp right next to a lake or something, you know, and it was just like, it was like the best ever. And we would always take someone with us, you know, like other friends and things. And it was just like, those are the experiences that were like, those are the things that really make my heart, you know, just remember, you know, and yeah. Yeah. Don't get me started. No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, it does, it, you know, we just experienced a hurricane here and I know that that is part of living in Florida. I understand that. Like, I'm not, you know, it's kind of like in Michigan, you're going to get snow. Like nobody's surprised that it happens. Um, but this one was a little bit different as it was so strong. Um, we were without power for five days. We had some damage. We had some things that needed to be cleaned up. And, you know, I took that time and, and, you know, we could have been miserable. We could have been like, oh, we're without power. We're still without power. Oh, it's terrible. But you know what? Instead, I really, really, I prayed about it. And I'm like, you know what, Lord, help me just to be focused and intentional with my kids during this time. And 
it's funny because my kids are like, you know, we didn't have power, but like, it was so much fun. We did. We had so much fun. We, we played, we did glow sticks. You know, I always get big swirly suckers that they can have when the hurricane hits land, you know, cause it's, we, we talked about what a hurricane is. Um, we went outside in the morning before the hurricane actually like got here it was beautiful outside, but it was windy. And so we went outside and we like laughed and giggled and played in the rain. And we had a good time that way. And then once the power went out, you know, we sat and by candlelit light, we read stories and we sang songs and we put all of the twin size mattresses in the living room and we all piled in there and slept all on these big mattresses. And it was one of my favorite memories that I have with my kids, you know, it was, um, it was something that could have been a very different situation for us. And so it also made us super thankful because we could have been in a much more serious damage area. Um, and so we were so thankful that that's not, that's not, what was in store for us this time and that the Lord had kept us from any serious damage. And, but what a wonderful way to really connect with our kids. And so I, you know, I, I was joking about memes that have come out and it, it, one of them said, you know, um, all these posts on Facebook that talk about if, could you live in a cabin in the woods for a month with no internet? And it says underneath, um, it says, you know, uh, five days without power proves that that was a lie. And, uh, <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard, <laughs> but it made me go, you know, I think I could your little Walden pond, right? <laughs> yeah. I would be fine with that. You know, good night, dumb boy. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I really enjoyed, um, you know, I know that you guys didn't have internet hardly at all. And, you know, it, we weren't able to do recording even, but that was okay. You know, um, but I really enjoyed your posts. Like, I think you and your husband would go on every other day or something and just kind of be like, Hey, this is what we've been up to. And the things that you were doing with your kids, you know, I know when we were first talking and you were like, Hey, we're getting ready to have a hurricane. We probably won't be able to do any recording this week. Like you said, but this is the time that we go into Thanksgiving mode and I make a Turkey and we do all these things yeah. because we know that we're going to be without power for a few days. And so this is what we can live on. And I was just like, how fun is that? Like in the midst of a storm, you turned it into, you know, another neat opportunity for your family, you know, for those memories. And that's just so awesome. <laughs> yeah, my, kids, my kids call it storm giving. And so the <laughs> night that the storm is coming, we always, I cook a big turkey and I cook all the sides. You know, we had green bean casserole and mashed potatoes and cornbread and cornbread dressing and beets and all the things I, you know, I make homemade cranberry sauce and all kinds of things because it makes wonderful leftovers. You know, um, it's something that my kids look at it as like, Oh, it's such a fun memory. It's so much fun and all this. And, and it does, it does check off that box, but it also in my mom brain checks off the box of, I know that my family will have food to eat on for the next couple of days. So, you know, uh, I think that's one thing that, as a mom, we get good at is, you know, making that a multi-check box list, you know, <laughs> like yes. this will be fun for the kids, but it also serves a purpose. 
So for sure. Yeah. And, you know, just even talking about all that makes me think about in the fall, we really get into the bread making mode. (laughs) (laughs) So even my daughter, she's been using all of our, um, our apples from the harvest and she's been making all these apple cakes and apple breads and just quick breads. And, oh, it's so good. Like we can even, even for breakfast, cause she, you know, like puts oats on them and cinnamon and, and, you know, pour a little drizzle milk on it. And it's just a perfect breakfast meal. But, um, also one last thing I know I have on my list is, um, reading like out loud reading and library time. Cause we love to go, you know, I love, that's one of the ways that I have done school with my kids, like, you know, library schooling. And it gives me the opportunity to like take them weekly to the library and then see what it is that they check out. You know, like my only rule is you have to be able to carry it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and so now I'm taking all these little kids with me, you know, um, that are around me during the week. And, you know, uh, next week, actually, we have a uh, official library time. Cause I thought, you know what, we've been doing this for a few weeks now. We should totally involve all the rest of the homeschool community. So <laughs> I talked with the librarian and she's like, oh, I would love to do that. So she's going to give all of the homeschool children a tour and just kind of, you know, show them all the areas that, you know, in the middle, I mean, in the elementary school ages. And we're just going to have like, you know, connect with friends, you know, reading, research, the interest, you know, seeing what they're interested in, you know, all of this, um, you know, in that opportunity. Um, But even though I have older kids, you would think that older kids would be like, you know, okay, yeah, we're past the out loud reading time my 20 year old actually has a book that he's been reading to us and it's a very very interesting book um and of course then it spurs on all of these family discussions and things you know (laughs) it's like we're like really talking all this deep stuff and you know even this last weekend I think my mother-in-law was here and we had like this deep conversation because it's like you know carrying over into like we went out to eat and and so we're all sitting at the end of the table and my even my daughter-in-law's there we're all just like yeah and this and this and she's like looking at us like oh (laughs) (laughs) it was cute you know but like this is this is what we love we love to foster this depth in communication and 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 like nothing is off the table and everything can be talked about you know like you know all the different things and it's it's just really fun and actually it's pretty neat because after this right after this I'm actually heading in and I'm going to the coffee shop again because it's that time of year (laughs) and I'm meeting my daughter-in-law because she's been reading all these different things and just really going deep and she's like we need to get together she you know she texted me last night she's like we need to get together we need to talk I gotta talk to you about some things that I'm learning and I'm like yay let's do it you know like what are you doing in the morning and so it's just really neat to be able to, um, you know, just capture those opportunities and things. And, you know, the season change and things are different, but uh, things can be amazing, you know, and if you know kind of your list of, you know, like, hey, during this time of year, these are the things we love to do as a family, then you can kind of hit all those things and, and just really, you know, like you said, enrich it, you know, just like make it deeper. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, uh, being intentional. You talked about reading out loud. I love to do that with my kids. We read out loud all the time. And my favorite thing is the conversations that come from it. We get to, even if we're not experiencing it, we're experiencing it. Uh, I mean, like we're not experiencing whatever it is in real life, you know? Um, we read a book about a Canadian Mountie and I cannot remember what the name of the book is, but I will come back with that eventually (laughs) but it was so good I can tell you the entire story but my kids talk about the Canadian Mounties like we know one right like 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 that like like we got a best friend somewhere that is a Mountie (laughs) nice but 
and the inside jokes, you know, we'll say something about, you know, when a pencil breaks, we'll make a little joke about it because a book that we read one time, this kid couldn't write without breaking a pencil. And so we'll call each other, you know, the name of that child in the book as just like a fun little thing. And we all crack up laughing. And if you had no idea what we were talking about, it's like our own little inside joke, you know? (laughs) And so I think that's super important. And when it becomes fall, we do all of our read aloud outside. Because kids don't have to just sit there when you read aloud necessarily, you know? So um, I have kids who will be playing in a sandbox. My older boys will be, you know, they whittle on different things. Um, My daughter loves to do like beadwork right now. So she's been working on that kind of stuff. But we're sitting outside and just enjoying the outside. But I want to thank you for hopping on here with me. I know that it was not the time that we had planned on doing this, but I thank everybody for sticking with us. Um, And I just want to encourage everybody, take this time in this season and just be super intentional. Because I think that that is going to make a world of difference in the overwhelm of the seasons that are coming. If we go into those kind of winter seasons with having come off of being a super intentional fall. Right. And you know, another way you can do that is documenting what you are doing. Yes. If you're documenting, you know, what your family's been doing in the month of September, October, November, then all of a sudden you realize, wow, I have a little list of like all these things that we did. And you, you don't realize a lot of times, you know, that there's so many things that you're doing, but when you document, you actually start to see, oh, wow. Like, you know, we did this, this, and this, and this, and that hit, you know, the math checkbox, the spelling checkbox, the, you know, art and reading or, you know, literature and, you know, science or whatever it was. And you realize that like, it's already all around you. Like the learning is all around us all the time, you know, in every experience that's happening. So yes, it was great to talk to you, Cassie. I'm super, super, super grateful that everything has stayed good for you guys. And in spite of it all, you've had a great time together as a family. And I'm just so grateful that you are safe and we will continue to think of you and all the people who are south of you and, and everything there and just continue to lift you up in prayer. And thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you had a great giggle. (laughs) As always, you can find us and follow us on Instagram at Giggle Culture. We'd love to hear from you where you're at in your homeschooling journey, questions, themes you'd love to hear us chat about, and more. And if that doesn't work for you, you can also email us at GiggleCulturePodcast at gmail.com.